Hello and welcome to the Quacked Out Podcast episode uh, 12. I am Charlie Folkstead, joined by Reed Tingley. Um, this sucks. Like, Yeah, we, we fucking lost. Yeah. We lost to the Beavers. Yeah. I would like to start off this episode by making a formal apology um, to one John Wilner of the Pac-12 hotline. Um, no, fuck that dude. Fuck that dude. I mistakenly... Uh, he predicted Oregon State to win this game at the beginning of the year, and I thought he was full of it. And uh, you know what? He was he was not full of it. I was full of it. And now, we're all full of it. Yeah, I mean, we lost. So, we lost I guess and we're full of good, it. Good for good. Good prediction by him, sure. Yeah. Um, I don't think anyone wants to relive the last, like, half hour of our lives, which took about 30 seconds of game time. Um, maybe 40. Depending on whether or not you call a timeout to prevent a 10-second runoff of said time. But, um... <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know what to say man this is just embarrassing we thought we thought this could be a breakout week yeah we I, thought, mean, we, I mean everybody yeah. was watching yeah yeah I mean we we thought it could be a breakout week and obviously it wasn't um no but I I don't know I mean I'm bummed I'm not uh I'm not embarrassed totally. I'm pretty I mean, I'm pretty thought, embarrassed. I thought the I thought the Beavs I mean I thought they played a good game. Like I got to hand it to them. I I oh, thought yeah. they gave us their best shot. Um and I mean they they got us in the end. It was really close. Uh now I mean like you said I mean you know, props to someone like Wilner for picking the upset. I don't know. I mean, I don't. I don't think that. I don't know. I still think we're a better team than Oregon State, whatever that fucking means. But well, yeah. I mean, that's the lost. whole. That's the whole thing. Is like their best. Their best shot is supposed to be nowhere near our capabilities. Um. Yeah, but yeah, but I mean, it is just because we. This team has a few big weaknesses um and they glared today i mean i will say we we kind of called some of this game uh in our preview saying that jefferson would have a lot of yards and saying yeah i mean anyone anyone fucking could have called the fact that jamar jefferson was gonna have a good he's gonna have a big day is like saying it's probably gonna rain this year i don't know it's like saying it was probably gonna be foggy first half I don't know about you guys, but growing up in the Pacific Northwest, I just, everything about my life revolves around fog, according to Rod Gilmore. Huh. <laughs> like, I, I never really I, thought about it like that. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you, we never really, you know, think about fog a lot because our lives are just consumed by it all the time living here. But. Okay. But let, let's talk a little bit about the game here. So, yeah, I mean, Looking at it like, 
We lost the turnover battle again. 3 nothing. That's pretty big bummer. The shock pick late was the defining moment of the game, in my opinion. I mean, I yeah. before that point, it was like, oh, they're kind of hanging around. Like, they're, uh, you know, pushing us a little bit. But I wasn't nervous. Mm-hmm. Then he threw that pick and was like, oh, this, like, we can definitely lose this game. Exactly. I felt the exact same way. I mean, the reality never really... It was it was just like the UCLA game in a sense where like the reality of the situation never really kicked in until the last play really yeah with the incomplete pass well reality didn't really kick in for me until probably until well yeah that chuck interception but even then like probably the conversion Oregon State got late in the red zone yeah I that mean was, it was yeah because I mean yeah. we had already stopped him once on fourth down. And so it was like, okay. Yeah, when he hit that, when it was like a fourth and seven, Jebbia kept it up the middle. Yeah. Split our D-line. That was, yeah, that was a big moment. And I, I mean, mean I, I felt like the game was over as soon as they got in, in, inside the five. And I mean, it, yeah. it kind of was. but like, Yeah, yeah, it drug on for a while. I mean, it probably would have been better just let him score and try to do what we did against Washington State last year. Because yeah, I didn't, th- I didn't think we were fucking stopping him at that point. Um, no, and at, at that point, which, I didn't have a lot of confidence in Shuck to drive us down the field either. So. Yeah, I mean, there's some of those balls yeah, at the last sure. drive were were almost there. I mean, the one to Jalen Red, there was a place that throw could have been that it could have been caught, but obviously it wasn't there, and it was a yeah. hard throw, anyways. But Devin Williams won. I mean, similar thing, like. Maybe yeah, and some, I mean Devin Williams just got like, but like yeah, yeah. I mean two people just ran into him, but like they're not gonna. They call that if we're just like throwing a deep ball in the second quarter. They call it if you're Notre that. Dame is what they do. But yeah, what are you gonna do? Um, I felt. Um, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not like. I don't know. I mean. I'm not embarrassed totally, though. Like, I, I just think a lot of fans, like, get upset about losses and are turned kind of, like, toxic towards the team. I'm not there. Like, I still, I don't know. I'm proud of what we saw from a, a lot of guys tonight, but some areas were just really um, Achilles heels. Like, did just, like, I mean, fucking playing Happel that much yeah, can, we, can we talk about that for a second because like we've this is something we've discussed not super intensively on this pod but like just generally a lot though is like what what is the impetus for playing Happel over Williams uh it's it's just that Happel knows the defense that's the only possible reason like yeah he had a big play last week again a play that anybody should be able to make and again, like no disrespect to Happel. I mean, he's doing his best. He's not like right, and he's, he's a better athlete than any of us are, obviously. But oh I mean, yeah, I mean, there's a reason we're sitting here, and right, if, if for whatever reason he is listening to this, like, please don't take anything we say seriously. Um, but like, also, why? I mean, Oregon State <laughs> could definitely pick on him like that, and they did. That was, and they did, <laughs> and that was a that was not an insignificant 
factor in us losing the game. I mean, they just, I feel like they just out game planned us and they out play called us and they out Jamar Jefferson us. Yeah. And, and Jonathan Smith's a good coach, I think. Oh, he I mean, I don't, like the Beavs are not. I mean, we just like I I felt the whole day like we just let a few plays get in the way. Like they, I still will say they did not move the ball on us as easily as we moved the ball on them. But when we threw that fucking pick, when the fog cleared and and it was just like, yeah. so you could just tell someone called in like, oh, the fog cleared, our deep passing game like can go again now, and it's just it's like, oh, okay, yeah, just throw it right to him, like. <laughs> That's what I mean. <laughs> it's like, yeah, maybe just do what we were doing before that, you know, they couldn't stop. Um, but yeah, I mean, there was like, they took fourth down or third down conversions all day. It felt like that we didn't necessarily need. Uh, I mean, yeah, they had they had uh, sixteen third downs, six fourth downs. We had ten third downs and one fourth down. And I don't know the yardage on those, but it, it just I mean, felt like that fourth down was the last play of the game. So Yeah. Um so it felt like they were pulling out, you know, all their bag of tricks and converting in the big moments when they when they needed it. And this is a big I mean, obviously like Goes without saying, like, this is a big game for Oregon State in a way that it isn't for Oregon. That's, like, the brutal truth of it. I mean, it, it's a it's big that we lost it. Obviously, yeah. that's impactful. But, you know, they, they circle the Oregon game on their schedule going into the year more so than we are going to circle the Oregon State game. Because this is what marks a successful season for them, whereas we have um, – you know, conference title aspirations. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, my, I don't know. I, I'm cooling down a little bit (laughs) right now. Like I'm in a way, I'm kind of glad that we lost this just because like, I mean, if I have to, you know, pick a, a reason to be happy about this, um, we can get rid of the playoff discussion once and for all, because I think we've kind of, known all along but we're maybe afraid to admit that this is not a playoff team um like nothing we have seen has indicated that we're uh, yeah at that i mean level and now we can officially put that to bed we're still in the driver's seat um for the most part in pac 12 i mean as long as we beat washington technically speaking we're still in it yeah we're still we're still i don't know what the hell driver's seat necessarily means but we still <laughs> control our destiny i guess right yeah no we do yeah uh, so so yeah because i mean if we beat yeah, washington we're, we're at least we're at least piloting the plane that's that's going down <laughs> yeah um it's gonna crash but we're gonna be in the seat so like verdell was out late and then micah didn't play it all the day i mean that was a bummer pick it uh, did pick it did pick it play I don't think so. Holy shit. Did Pickett play? I don't think he did. I didn't. Yeah. Wow. That's. I didn't see him mention as people who weren't there pre, pre-game. Oh, no. He had at least one tackle. Okay. But for the most part, he was off the field. Yeah. Yeah. We, we got a good amount of, of Travis Dye and a little bit of um, Cyrus. 
Yeah. Still no Sean Dollars. And I feel like Travis played well. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I Yeah, Travis is Travis is better this year, definitely. I mean that but I I mean here's my thing though. Like I mean fans will be like, Oh, this is pathetic. Da, da, da. Like, I don't know. I I mean, yeah, we should beat Oregon State. But it's also like I mean, like you said, going into the season, like you said, you know, one of these games is probably on the schedule somewhere. Yeah. Who knows yeah. where it's going to be? And it's like, oh, well, it was here. We'll see what happens going forward. But, I mean, like, it was always going to be a little – I felt I felt like Oregon could go 4-0 through this four-game stretch. Like, every game we clearly were – you know, should be favored in. But there was a little bit of a feeling like – um. Yeah, I mean, I definitely thought one of these four games we could slip up, and they weren't all easy. And they looked yeah, harder as it went on. It definitely did. I mean, Oregon State just they just looked like a team that could play us tough through the, throughout the game, really. I don't know. Just like we couldn't stop them, um, and we couldn't move the ball necessarily, um, you know. At, at will. I mean, it was it was it was good. Like we could it, it, it until we at... just until we just fucked up. Yeah. I mean, like on the last drive, it, like when we got the ball back, like the like when we got that stop, it should have been like, okay, we just get a first down here. But it's just mm-hmm. like we hand it off to Travis. It's like not a successful run. He gets like one or two yards, whatever. Then Shuck has like kind of a weird read on a fucking read option or some shit i don't know what the play call was and then it's just like we're in third and eight and then he missed missed johnny johnson wide open on the crosser and instead uh or red i think it was yeah Yeah, 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 he missed but yeah yeah. i mean but like like he's a young court like yeah and again like these are all things that were like of like yeah it's not a like we were just kind yeah, of waiting. Like we, we were kind of like holding. Ty- we know yeah. Tyler Shuck's gonna have five reads a game that he misses, at yeah. least. Like we yeah. knew, we've known that. I mean, it's just yeah. like wrong place, wrong time kind of thing. I mean, there are so yeah. many cliches you can throw at it, and but like the, we, the great thing we just didn't, we didn't close. It's that simple. The great thing is that this year doesn't even count because it's COVID. Yeah, um, it counts it though. Like count. it, it does <laughs> yeah. count. I mean, it's like. Tell that to the guys no, in the I mean, locker I'm joking. I'm <laughs> no, joking, I know. I know. Yeah. Obviously. But, I mean, if, yeah, like you said, like you said, it was going to be one of these games. We got it out of the way. I mean, now we can't get our heart broken twice. Oh, I well, mean, we definitely can. <laughs> we definitely can. I mean. That's up to you. Well. No, no, I mean, we definitely can. <laughs> Yeah, like, we, we got a yeah, game on... This this team needs to fucking wake up in terms of, like... I mean, I mean, they're just young, though. Like, that's how I feel is just, like... This is a group of guys who I... Who are trying to just, like, continue the legacy and trajectory of, of, a, of a huge senior class. Or just class of guys. Not all of them are seniors, but... but um, who left the program last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was a group of guys who established the culture and um, were there. A lot of them were there. I mean, came in at different points, but 
you know, we're the defining group that took us from four and eight to 12 and two and Rose Bowl champs. Yeah. And then those guys walked out and now the responsibility is on this new group um, to keep that culture going. Uh, and there are some holdovers from that team, but most of them aren't vocal leaders. I mean, like CJ Verdell's really good player. He's not a vocal leader. Uh, Lenore even, I don't know. I mean, Lenore's really good. He's kind of the last guy who's hanging on. It feels like from that old group, um, him and Jordan and yeah, him and Jordan. Uh, but Lenore kind of feels a little to me sometimes like he just, just dropped in there and does his job, but he's not necessarily like getting into people. Yeah. Like I think Verone does a lot more of trying to be a leader on the back end of that defense. Um, but it's, but it's a lot of like the young guys. I mean, it's fucking like Verone, Isaac Slade. Um, a lot of those young guys on the D line, we saw get more rotation. Kristen Williams is in there a lot. Doorless is taking, you know, his, um, snaps taking his kind of lumps in terms of getting, adjusted to what it's like to play through a Pac-12 schedule as, uh, you know, someone who's expected to, if not be a starter, be a co-starter, play a large portion of the snaps. Contribute, yeah. Yeah, major contributor. I mean, a large part of, I feel like this ties into what you're talking about. Right to Mikhail Wright, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Like a large part of this is, uh, I mean, it doesn't necessarily feel like this is a setback. It, It feels just kind of like a... Mm, like a necessary step um, in the process to building a better program. Like, right. Like, again, though, I feel like the next two games especially will define this. I mean, for those who haven't checked, we got Cal next weekend and then UW after that. Um, well, Cal looks bad, too. Like, I mean, I don't know. I'm not yeah. going to predict the, du- the Ducks to win by 20 ever again, probably, uh, <laughs> this year. But, yeah. um, but, you know, I mean, we should... Cal looks like the worst team in the North, maybe the worst team in the conference. Yeah, they look really bad. So we should win that. And then, uh, I mean, we'll fucking, I don't want to get too ahead of ourselves talking about whatever, but obviously it kind of all comes down to the UW game at this point. And if we beat UW, we're in the conference title game. Yeah. And then it's like, I, I mean, this is way, way ahead of ourselves, but then it's, USC or whoever from the South. And if you win those two games against two teams that are good, but imperfect too, uh, I mean, whether you favor the ducks, they're winnable games. Yeah. We're in a, we're in a new year six bowl. I don't know. Again, that's all still ahead of us or still in front of us or whatever. We talked about this last week. Like, my expectations for this team are pretty much the same as they were for last year's. Like it's obviously not a playoff yeah. team, but I don't know, know if they New should six bowl seems like the ceiling. Well, I think last year's team, I don't know. Last year's team was definitely better. Last don't year's team wrong, was but... so talented, but I mean, obviously I'm glad we don't like, I forget how bad Arroyo was in the heat of the moment. <laughs> like, yeah. And like, probably I feel like any team the with Arroyo kinda... as a coordinator can't make the playoffs. It just seems like everyone else is worse too this year. Um, in the country, you mean? Or in well, the in the country, in the conference, mostly in the yeah. conference is what I was thinking of. But no, but I mean, I think teams are too. worse in the country too. Yeah, 
Like, uh, this year just sucks. Everything about it sucks. Yeah. That's a little too But, like, we're not going to... Yeah. Yeah, but, like... I mean, I'm just, like, we're... our Like, the rush defense of our linebackers will not be bad in two years when we're starting Flo and Sewell. Like, it just won't be. Like, Like, it was bad tonight, yeah, and, like, I don't know what Isaac Slade's doing. Uh, or like Mace Funa, I didn't see that much. I mean, shout out Isaac Slade for that great pass breakup, and that probably should have ended the game if our offense could get a first down. But literally just. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, like the way we're recruiting, like, in two years when it's Flo Sewell backed up by like Jabril McNeil and Jackson Laduke and shit, like. You're not gonna like that linebacking group's gonna be good, and yeah. like I think a lot of these D linemen will be better. I don't know. I mean, I I liked I saw I felt like I noticed Jordan Scott more than I have he any had game this season. Game like he by had, far, yeah. yeah, yeah. He had some good things. Um, Basically, forced I think a the, field goal on his own. I think or no, they still yeah. scored on that drive, didn't they? I mean, I think the the execution of Shuck is a huge setback from like. I don't know, just like it's what's preventing this offense from just being an absolute machine, mm-hmm. which I, I'm not like hating on Chuck. It's just that he's early. It's just that he's inexperienced. Yeah. But don't get me wrong. I mean, he's no like he's competent, which is <laughs> a lot better than yeah, could he's be talking about right now. He's competent. He has a lot of tools. I mean, he was he stepped up and did enough to win the UCLA game for us when a lot was put on him. Like he's fine, but it's like. You know those those uh, that final drive or the interception that he threw are just like you know big mistakes. Yeah, they're understandable, yeah. but yeah. like they had a huge effect on the outcome of the game. However, the more I think about it, the less I kind of can blame Shuck because yes, he had those mistakes, and yes, he's not perfect, and yeah, you know, like you said, he's prone to misreads and some sus throws, but he we, he shouldn't even be in a position to lose this game. Like, with the talent that we have, and no excuses with the play calling, he shouldn't be in a position to throw a, like, to throw a game-on-the-line pick to Oregon State. Agree, and I think we need to get back to kind of the focus of this game, which is the defense for me. Like, we got absolutely shredded all night, no matter how you cut it. Um, Again, Oregon State's game plan worked well. I mean, I thought it was really weird that they only gave the ball to Jefferson on, like, a third of their offensive snaps in the first half. But in the second half, I mean, they they stuck to their game plan. I haven't looked at the splits yet for cumulative, half cumulatives. But, I mean, it seemed like they gave him the ball more in the second half or that he did more with it. And they just carved us up with the passing game too. Did the did half. they move the ball on us all game though? Like, did they really carve us up? I, that's like not the game I felt like I I don't know. Here's, I mean, maybe maybe carving it up get, is putting it a little me, extreme, but they were even with us on yards at yeah. the start of the fourth quarter. Here's here's what I thought. So obviously they start with a we just I don't know what the hell we're doing. And Jamar Jefferson takes it eighty six yards or whatever. Yeah. Then for the whole rest of the first half, uh, like they move the ball and we force field goals. 
we have two, two stops, not counting the last one at the end of the half. We have two stops, and they make two field goals, one of which was a really impressive field goal. Um, mm-hmm. And then to start the second half, we get a stop. Then they get a short field on bad punt punt coverage. They have a 38-yard drive for a touchdown to put it within five. Then they have their super long, drawn-out drive where they go uh, 92 yards. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, on that drive, they need a third and three. They need a third and one. Uh, and then they do a third and nine and a fourth and three back-to-back. And that's the drive where Lenore has the strip that I thought he got. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I'm not going to blame the refs for that. Like it was a really close call, but like, I think if you could do like NCA 14 replay, every single <laughs> angle, like stop it on the dime. Like I honestly will go to my grave believing that he yeah, like same. had possession of the ball with a toe and down. Not that like, I don't blame the rest. It wasn't like the most egregious call ever. Okay. So they get that. And it's like to, to that point, our defense has been like, fine like they gave up a big play two field goals a short field and then Oregon State just grinds out a drive on us that we were pushing up against him like it wasn't good Oregon State has 26 points at this point in the start of the fourth quarter like it's not great but I just felt like this defense is kind of turning a corner like I even tweeted that out at the time but then the issue was Chuck immediately two plays later throws an interception after a 16 play drive, mm-hmm. and Oregon score Oregon State scores in two uh, plays immediately to go up three. Yeah, that was so like I, that was backbreaking. I, yeah, yeah, it was back. It was absolutely. I mean, because it was the compound of like we just had 16 play drive. They converted these big th- big plays. Lenore thought he stripped them and they didn't give it to us. Uh, like, and they just cut it to five. Like th- we could have put this game away and by like inches, we didn't multiple times. And then Chuck just goes out and throws interception, which is like horrible. And it's fucking his fourth start. And of course he did. Um, yeah. And then the defense Go, oh, go right it back on the field after a 16-play, 92-yard drive that yeah. took eight minutes. It's like, yeah, of course they let up another touchdown from 30 yards out. Then the offense responded really well uh, and took back the lead on a on a 75-yard drive that was really good. Yeah, uh, super I had nothing. That was awesome. Uh, and they were just in it, doing what they do, hand it to Cyrus at the goal line. Like, okay, let's go. We're not backing down. Like, this is the culture we establish. Yep. Then same shit. Um, sorry, there's been a lot of uh, expletives on this podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, then uh, Beavs have a long drive, 13 plays. Then that's the one we actually get the stop mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. Stop him on downs. ISM makes the great play. Noah Maybe Sewell a had a few thought that was it. Like, yeah. Okay. We're done. We got it in the bag now. And, and it should have been, but then it isn't because, you know, Tyler Shuck doesn't know how to can't be dependent. He knows how to do it, but he can't be depended on to always get a first down there. It's his fourth start. 
like, and he did it. He missed a read. Yeah. He might have I don't know if he missed the read on the on the option play, but he he missed a pass to he missed red for a first down. And, and like, yeah, he did. Like, I I understand it. Like, I'm mad at it, but I understand it. Yeah. And then like, and then that last drive was just like defense trying to slug it out, and Oregon State made the plays that like we didn't. Yeah, I mean, again, it it was less of. I mean, I would like to reform my prior statement of the defense letting us down. They they only let us down at the times where it was the worst possible opportunity to let us down. Yeah. Um, namely, I think, I mean, we've been focusing a lot on the end of the game, that the first play of the game for Oregon State, or I guess second, was yeah. that enormous touchdown run from Jefferson. Like, if that isn't a wake-up call for you, and that doesn't sort of make you if that doesn't like set the tone for your defense, I don't know what does. Hopefully, um, losing granted, the Civil War does. Granted, they played pretty well for the rest of the half. The defense did, um, but yeah, the second half we just came out. It seemed like we were kind of just unmotivated. I guess. I mean, well, it's it's even... just we needed like we needed some like fire under our ass to ever actually put them away. Like, yeah. like, why isn't when we get the ball up 24-13, why can't that be a drive that we score on? Yeah. Why can't we and make we, it 31-13 rather than waiting for them to cut it to five, you know? It should be the other way around. I mean, they should be the ones who need some sort of spark to inspire them to go on and win this game. Yeah. And I mean, but I guess I mean, the we're, interception we're, was that. But we're like, young. Exactly. I mean, we're like, it was the same thing. I mean, honestly, it's not that different from like, uh, the Notre Dame North. I don't know if you watched that game. Uh, Notre Dame North Carolina. Kind of the end of the first half. That was. Bas- I mean, basically, like Notre Dame. Let. I mean, those teams are both like, uh, better than the product we saw today in terms of like Notre Dame's better than Oregon. North Carolina's better than Oregon State. But um, but I mean basically Notre Dame just let Oregon let uh North Carolina hang around for the second half. Like North Carolina was within seven points. Uh but there just was never and it was always like, oh, North Carolina's one play away. Yeah. You know? And it was the same way here, except that like Notre Dame was poised enough to never make the play that gave them a chance. And Oregon obviously did. I mean, that interception was the play that was like yeah. Oregon State was in it. They're hanging around, hanging around. They just need one play to flip it, get out of this thing where instead of trading touchdowns, they're uh, trading leads. And th- that interception was the play. Yeah, I mean, this this game for me, again, was just a reflection of, like, one, our youth. Because I don't think we talk about our youth enough. We're, like, the youngest team in the country or something like that. It's kind of Yeah, we are. Um, we're very young. Yeah, we're very young. So, I mean, and it's not to say that Oregon State, you know, was and we just don't more experienced than us yeah. or anything like that. It's just, like, this happens sometimes. So, but they are. Well, yeah, but I mean, I don't think that 
necessarily was the reason they won the game today. Yeah. No, but I I mean, I think it was – I don't know. But, I mean, I think our inexperience was like – it showed. Oh, I, I mean, yeah. we just didn't know how to put teams away. Like that – we didn't know or care enough to put them away when we could have. Yeah, and that's something we talked about last game too with CJ. It was like we didn't – we had many chances to just end the game and we never took any of them. Um, and to be honest, like – in a weird way, even though this is a road game, it's a different scenario, I feel like, again, the lack of crowd has something to do with that. Like, I don't know, pressured situations just don't feel the same anymore. Like, you don't Yeah, there's not the same sense of urgency. Down on you. Yeah, it's like there's, I don't know. Yeah, I, no, I definitely, like, I imagine that players are walking off the field tonight and just kind of, like, it hits them in a second wave where they're like, wow, we actually did just lose. This wasn't just a scrimmage or whatever, you know? But I mean, yeah. hopefully this is what the team needs. Like Cal should be a tune-up game next week. Uh, I mean, I don't want to take anything for granted, but like we really should beat Cal and it yeah. shouldn't be that close. Um, yeah. As you said, Cal's like looking like the worst team in the conference right now. Yeah. And then, and then it's like, all right, you know, this is we it. better we better fucking show up against Washington. Yeah, because I mean, if we thought Oregon State was out for blood against us, I mean, the Huskies are not going to take anything for granted in this game. But I will say, okay, let's let's go back to positives real quick. I want to talk about positive implications from this game. This game against the Huskies is going to be intense, and that's a good yeah. thing. That's good for this rivalry. Again, Oregon State winning this game is good for. This, you know, interstate rivalry we got going on. Yeah. Um, but I, again, I'm not, I'm not advocating Washington win this game or anything. Um, but I think the fact that there's more on the line in this game will be good for the rivalry overall. I I'm think it'll be. See what happens. I mean, this will be like, um, like the Odine Civil War was really yep, is, exactly is what, what this thought. game will be like. It'll be a chance. I mean. I wish it could be a direct bid for the uh, for the New Year's Six Bowl, but it'll be a chance to go to the Pac-12 championship at the end of the year. That'll mm-hmm. be really fun, and it and it might never happen again because we won't play that game last game of the year again. Yeah. Probably. I mean, I don't know what the future will be, but yeah. No, I mean, um, I I like the I like um, having the Civil War as the last game of the year. That that sounds right. I keep yeah, that feels right I to guess me it's too. Not the Civil War anymore platypus cup or whatever um which or if, the game formerly known as the civil war <laughs> yeah thank you um but yeah i'm don't get me wrong i'm still excited to watch this team for the rest of the year i feel like we're gonna learn a lot from this team and not just learn but, a lot but we can also expect a lot still from this team yeah i mean that's my only thing with i mean that's my only thing with like people's talking about the playoffs and everything like obviously, I get why they're t- why people say like we don't look like a playoff team. Yeah, but like I just am saying, with this group just starting out, like I'm hesitant to place any. I was hesitant before to just place any barriers or limits on like what this team could accomplish, and I was just excited to watch them. Playoff was never an expectation this year, after the opt outs and everything, but it was just like. 
let's see what these guys can do. And this will be a fun run. And it's the it's the start of a new era, honestly. Uh, mm-hmm. After all those guys that were part of that journey, that, you know that their whole tagline was four and eight to conference champs. This is like next man up, next group steps in, and this is the this is the group that we hope gets us to that playoff or wins that natty. I mean, that's the goal is that. We see Noah Sewell at some point in his Oregon career lift up a you know national championship trophy or lift up at least a you know another New Year's Six trophy or a playoff wear uh, Oregon jersey with a playoff uh, sticker on it or whatever. Yeah, you know. But that's what this that's what this group's mission is, and they're obviously they weren't there tonight. But like that's I mean. All those things, like I mean, I remember Justin Herbert's freshman year when he threw uh, uh, his first pass. His yeah, first, he, <laughs> his I first mean, pass as a starter was an interception in that fateful game. Yeah, like you know, we shouldn't. It, yeah, uh, they, I, they took all those. That group took all those licks. I mean, they looked bad at times. I mean. You know, and and I mean, it's just it's college football. Teams can yeah. can, can progress. I mean, look at like Johnny Johnson. I mean, people were calling for him to leave the program three years ago or whatever. <laughs> like, or yeah, two years I, ago. Again, but, uh, I, I see this less as a setback and more of just a natural step um, forward. Again, depending on the results of these next two, three, four games, um, which also weird to think about. Our season is halfway over. Yeah. Guaranteed. There's no yep. way around it. Um, which is kind of sad yeah. in a way, but also like we just lost Oregon State, so let's hurry up and get this over with. <laughs> and again, well, like like good for the well, Beavers. I mean, this is a program that had I mean, we think we were in panic mode a few years ago. Like they this is a program who was being called like the worst power five team in the country. Yeah. Not even worst power five, like some people were saying like worst team and worst program in the country. Like Smith has done a lot to turn this program around um, and good on him. For sure. And, and all you can I, say get like, make no mistake. Uh, it's never a bad thing in any way to have the Beavers. Be sure, good. sure. Sure. Do we, we just do don't we want them beating do us. Congratulations Oregon state right now. <laughs> I, I really don't want to. I really don't want to do it. I mean, I but, was, I was in your position at the beginning, Paul, and I, I warmed up to it eventually. But I mean, like, also, it's like like our twenty twenty one recruiting class is not decommitting because of this game. No, like not like it's re- like well, knock on. <laughs> no, but I mean, like we're we're really still trending in a good direction under Cristobal. I really don't think it's like productive for people to call for Avalos' head when he didn't even get a full off season with his defense, and we've seen these issues early in the year across the country, like it sucks to lose the Beavers, but this is not like a, this is not like a serious flaw. This isn't, this isn't like show any serious flaw fundamental to like the program under Cristobal. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. 
I wasn't sure where you were going with that at first, but yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it shows some flaws in this team, definitely. Yeah, it, it definitely does. But um, does it does it make me say like, oh, I don't know if Cristobal can achieve all the things that we like hope he does here? No, like I still think we can't. I still think he can. I still think the majority of the staff is capable of it. I mean, there's some evaluation that needs to be done, but yeah, yeah. Overall, Do you guys I think I... that we have a a personnel problem on defense. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. Our safeties cannot. I mean, our safeties are not good enough to play in a playoff. Our again. Linebackers... Okay. Re- reframe it though. Like good enough to win the conference. Hopefully, probably, right? But yes, I mean, we can still win the call. We can absolutely still win the conference. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. (laughs) Again, we control our own. The Beavers took Washington. I just said. I just said that. The Beavers played this exact. I just said we can absolutely win the conference. Well, then why are you doubting that your own statement? I didn't. I I I didn't. Okay, whatever. I said we can win the conference, and you said we can win the conference. Yes, we have a personnel problem. We're not deep enough at any position. Um, we're not uh, good enough at some positions with our starters, namely safeties. Um, I think we can even extend it to offense in terms of our offensive line didn't play great today. Um, it's it's kind of been night and day from the first two games to the next two. And that can also be an analogy for like our perf- overall performance, I feel like. Um, the defensive line. I I I, I don't know if this is a new thing, but it's just kind of one little tiny thing that like irks me to the point where I'm finally gonna say it. Why are we lining up a yard off the line of scrimmage on the defensive line? I know that's like a scheme thing. I know it's supposed to help us like read and react to the defense, but like, I feel like we have the bodies to just play more traditional style and just to get in the backfield as quick as possible. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm probably just griping at this point. But Well, no, I mean, I feel that way a little bit with, like, Avalos and the nickel and everything, which is good. Um, I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm not – I don't have the X's and O's mind to, like, totally whatever. But, I, I mean, I'm sure he would expose me absolutely if we ever had a conversation about it. But, like – um. I do hope that he doesn't have like a Boise State mindset. And by and that's I mean that's what like that's what I always thought was a crippling uh aspect of the UW program under Peterson was that Peterson had a Boise State mindset. He liked to scheme as if they were not they didn't have uh, a talent advantage yeah. always. And they Basically, I mean, that's what Washington fans would say is like they honed themselves into the best Mountain West program ever. Um, and so like that's that's cool for them and that works if you're at Boise State and you can do a lot of cool things at Boise State that you should be proud of. But that's not what we're trying to build at Oregon right now. You know, like like. I mean, like you said, it's like maybe we do have the guys where we should just like win a push against them straight up. And I especially think like like I think I have faith in those guys, especially coming up like 
I think Christian Williams and Brandon Dorless are going to be great football players late in their career. I do. I think they'll be better than the guys that, that were uh, in front of them. Yeah, I mean, so, I, I would agree. Yeah, I mean, I feel weird about safety. I do, because we're not – we don't recruit great safeties still. We still don't recruit great safeties. I feel like that should be, like, one of the most teachable positions, though, Yeah. in the game. I, I don't know. Well, yeah, There's a like, lot to keep track of as a safety. Don't get me wrong. But, I mean – I mean, the weird thing, too, is, like, Keith Hayward is our safeties coach. He's also the guy who everyone said was going to be our next defensive coordinator. Before yeah. Avalos, um, he's a great, great guy, like charismatic. I understand all, all these things, and I don't know what the hell he might be doing wrong as a safeties coach or not. But obviously our safeties are, are uh, a weakness on the team right now. Yeah. Um, any more thoughts about the game? Maybe we just take a look at the landscape real quick and then – I mean, my thought just about – my thought in general is just like for me now, and I kind of said this last week like a little bit, um, but it's it's like all about the UW game now. Yeah. It's all – if we beat Washington, the season's still like a success for me or whatever. Oh, same. Um, and yeah. it's, not a th- it's not a throwaway season, but – None of this stuff is, like, destroying our chances. But, I mean, we, like, it would be really good if this was a wake-up call and this team could respond because there's still a lot in front of us. Like, I still, I will still say it's winnable games against Washington and it's a winnable game against USC. Those teams haven't looked perfect either. And if we do enough to win both those games, then we find ourselves in a New Year's Six Bowl. And if we compete in that, then... We have all the ammunition in the world with a, uh, another conference title and New Year's Six Bowl to recruit at the level that we need to for another class and keep building the program. I agree. And I'm really looking forward to not just that game, but Washington's game against Utah tomorrow. Um, that's at 4.30 on ABC. Um, Wazoo, or sorry, Washington, Wazoo, the Apple Cup got canceled. Um and then Utah's game against Colorado, I think, got canceled. No. Um, I think it was Arizona State. Yeah, ASU. Because yeah. uh, Colorado is playing, was playing USC. Now they're going to play the Aztecs um, tomorrow. But I'm really yeah, looking did. forward to that game because I think that'll be the best team Washington has faced so far, even though Utah hasn't looked great. But, yeah, and I don't think we touched on that because it wasn't officially out when we recorded our yeah, last. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that got changed like yesterday or something. I don't know. It's been a long week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it got changed Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, I'm I'm still excited for the rest of the season, no doubt. I mean, I I don't think we should give up on this season or anything just because we're not having playoff aspirations again i i said this in the last two episodes i don't think we were ever a playoff team i don't think we ever should have i mean it's okay to aim that high but realistically i don't think fans should have expected us to to be anywhere near like a playoff contender even based on watching like other teams that are actually in the playoff conversation 
Um, I would still like to see Georgia, though. I would still I like mean, to play I, Georgia in a New Year's Six game. I don't know. I mean, part of my thing with this team, though, is like, I don't know. I mean, like, I think we play a lot of teams how we played Oregon State. Like, I just think, like, we're Moorhead's going to scheme it well, and our athletes are fine enough where, like, we'll have some success moving the ball on people. Uh, Shuck will make a few mistakes, and our defense will put out, like, a performance it has now, right now, and maybe we'll improve later in the season. But I, I don't know. I mean, we don't have to rehash like yeah. whether or not anyone should have ever said the word playoff. Yeah, true. <laughs> like I don't think that's very productive, but I I get what you I get your point still. This this Oregon team hasn't played its best football yet. It, it hasn't it hasn't hasn't lived up to potential and that's not necessarily a bad thing. Which means the best football is in front of us still. Yeah, but the clock's ticking. I mean, we need to play our best football. Yeah, but in, the thing now in is now three now weeks that we against don't UW. Have, now, yeah, I mean, now we don't have two, playoff uh, two weeks. playoff um, hopes hanging over their head. It's just, exactly it's just, same as last year. It's, yeah, it's, it's it's like you know, just get get better and get ready, and then go out and kick the shit out of Washington. Well, and that's what I mean. Last year, this team. Or a different, I mean, last year's team um, lost to drop the one against uh, Arizona State, obviously, and then uh, came back with kind of a flat performance against Oregon State last year. That was really close, um, and then they played probably their best game of the season in my mind against Utah in that Pac-12 championship. A lot of people disrespected Oregon going into that game and said that they would get pushed around. And that group really stood up and uh, was dominant against the Utes. So hopefully... Oh, you mean the game where we were absolutely trash in the red zone and settled for like four field goals that game? <laughs> well, hopefully Cristobal can light a fire and <laughs> replicate something. A, a performance like that against Washington. Yeah, I agree. I'm really excited for that game. Um, I'm not excited right now, but I will be excited. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> um, yeah, I need to go eat some leftovers and maybe take a nap. Um, then then I might be excited. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, Any yeah. Other thoughts? I mean, overall, it's it's just like we said. I mean, it's just I. It hurts obviously to lose, but I do feel. Like, I at least understand the factors that contributed to the loss. Hopefully us talking about it will make other people understand a little bit too and feel a little better about uh, where this program is maybe heading. After yeah, it. again, I don't think this disrupts our trajectory at all um, for the next three, two, three, four, five years. Um, yeah. I think it's just a step in the process, a necessary one as well. Yeah, We, we can't shoot aim too high all the time. Right. All right, boys. Anything else to say? No. I think we did it all. Happy yep. holidays, uh, everybody. And uh, happy holidays. as always, go Ducks, even when we lose. Go Ducks. Go Ducks. Go Ducks.